there's an acknowledgement that we are traditional owners, but whether they know in depth what that actually means is another thing. My name's David Kernot. I'm a Fijo descendant and Larrakia descendant. There, there has been a shift, there has been a change over the last, say, 20 years where the recognition is very much gone back to the traditional owners. And this is Australia-wide that you hear now, basically at any sporting event or anything, any sort of event, that, you know, the respect is given to the traditional lands or the traditional owners of that land. However, it, it only goes so far in, in regards to recognition. As far as the respect side of it goes, the authority of that land falls within the traditional owners. I think Larrakia are now trying to get that in place, you know, for all that stuff that happened in the early days. So we shared our land, we shared our home, we shared our food. That's, that's the way it is with an Aboriginal society, you share. But there comes a time when you start feeling sometimes a bit bitter, when people don't want to meet you halfway or don't want to respect you for what needs to be done in the most appropriate way, in a cultural appropriate way. Now, Aboriginal people are getting stronger, right? So it also means Larrakia people are getting stronger, you know. Um, people are beginning to take notice of who we are. Um, the respect there is, is now being shown, you know. The governments are showing the respect of who the traditional owners are. So we're given more opportunities to be stronger, where, you know, even 10 years ago, we weren't that strong, but now we are getting stronger. Um, back in the days, my era, Larrakia was not um, well-known or popular. So basically, even though the Larrakia people were traditional owners um, and were acknowledged as traditional owners through the local people, it was the government side of it that we weren't being acknowledged as we are today with our Larrakia Nation organisation. So now we have the opportunity of receiving funds, for example, the host program, where we are able to continue promoting our people and our country and letting people know that the Larrakia people are traditional owners of the Darwin area and that we still are here and that we are living stronger and we are living longer. We've been invisible people for a number of years. We knew who we were. We knew our families lived in Eklutna. We knew our families lived in Kanek. We would go out and berry pick or go fishing. We did what we wanted to do because that's what we've always done as families. Whether or not anybody want to identify us as denying it, I don't think they knew. And if anybody asked me, I would tell them, but I wouldn't elaborate. But thanks to the work of several people over the years, such as, well, certainly Aaron Leggett at the museum and the fact that the museum has exposed more of the Denina culture through a, uh, an exhibit a couple years ago, which brought a lot of artifacts back. Um, there's also the Alaska Native Heritage Center that they've brought in a lot of the artifacts as well and have it on display. My name is uh, Aaron Leggett, and I am currently the president of the Native Village of Eklutna, and I'm also the curator of Alaska history and culture at the Anchorage Museum. When I grew up in Anchorage, there was literally no talk of the Denina outside of a few artifacts at the Anchorage Museum, or maybe if you went to the Eklutna Cemetery, you'd have some passing reference to uh, 
the Denina, but that was literally it. We just tried to eke out a living, tried to get by, tried to thrive, and tried to be the best kind of people that we could be. Now, seeing interpretive signage, statues, the front of the Anchorage Museum has a declarative statement that this is Denina Elthnena, the Denina homeland. I'm getting weekly calls to do uh, greetings or welcomes. This is our homeland. We've never left our homeland, and we do deserve the respect of being recognized as the indigenous inhabitants of South Central Alaska. The, um, I would say, biggest event that's uh, brought awareness is the naming of the Denina Convention Center here in Anchorage in 2008. And certainly, you know, it's brought a lot more awareness to to our people um, and just being able to do place names and, and signage and all that. And my brother Aaron Leggett at the museum has certainly been at the forefront of that. I believe some of the places named in Darwin is acknowledged, like, for example, Mindel Beach. Traditionally, Mindel means shoulder within our, our country language. Um, there are other areas that are not being recognised, and, and that's for personal reasons as well, protecting the sites, as some of those sites may be protected under the Sacred Site Act. Unfortunately, you know, a lot of our land is occupied now, um, whether it's through residential or through businesses. So it's a lot, it's a bit hard for us to protect it now, but we want acknowledgement for those certain areas, in particular the casino site, which is a very um, ongoing conversation in relation that when it was first um, developed, there were bones found there of Larrakia descendants. So it's been always important for us as Larrakia people that that site is acknowledged as a burial site for the Larrakia people and that it is respected during all events. Just recently, the casino has gone under new management. So we are now working with the new management in, in relations to respecting the Larrakia people and having a plaque up there that recognises and acknowledges the significance of the site where they are located on. But at the same time, when Larrakia holds events there, we ourselves ensure that we have a traditional smoking ceremony in respect for the ancestors and the, and the bodies that were found there. Some of the other significant sites that I'm aware of uh, the Darwin Waterfront. We have a um, spiritual ancestor there known as Chanute Chanute, which is a tawny frog owl that benefits its, itself from time to time. We also have uh, strong connections down to Lamaru Beach where a lot of the Larrakee people would camp during the early days of colonisation. significant one is the Narabah um, Nungalinya. Narabah means old man and Nungalinya means rock. Old Man Rock. That's the main one here at the suburbs. Uh, to learn the story about that, the people shouldn't be going out there and climbing on it, disrupt that old man. And just where we're sitting right now, straight across the road, there's the um, old burial ground there, old Larrakee burial ground. And they're still bushed in there. They wanted to build there, but we're trying to hold them back now, don't build there. Darwin City, Garamilla, that's the name of that place there, Garamilla, but they call it Darwin City. And that was a big meeting place there for all our people to um, come in and have ceremonies and all that up there. And they used to make a big bonfire up on top of the escarpment there. They'd row their canoes from over Mandora across here and 
Come from all directions. Right where Darwin City. All that area, that's called Garamella. Should have Darwin City, traditional name underneath Garamella. And then, and then when they come further out towards the suburbs, have the traditional names coming through. So you know, oh yeah, this is Nycliffe and, and this is Rabbit Creek, and it, but in all different names in Narakia language. Well, um, yeah, we're all working in the schools with uh, all kids, you know, multicultural, no matter what colour, what race. It's good to teach them about country and our language, and they respect it. They go home and they teach their parents, and their parents come and have a radar in the schools. Oh, that's really good what you're doing, teaching them. That's what we should be doing in all schools, no matter what country you're in, you know? Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's good for them to know that at least they feel part of Larrakia, because they're born and bred on our country. We claim them as honorary Larrakia people, and we've got to look after them, respect them, make sure nothing happened to them on our country, because that's how our culture is. When we go to someone else's country, they've got to do the same for us, look after us, keep us their way. We just don't go along walking around in any sacred sites or anything. Got to show the respect for land and country. I think it'd be really good if we made it very, very accessible to others in regards to our language. I'd love for you know every kid in Darwin to know some Aboriginal words, in particular Larrakia words. I'd also love them to have that sense of pride that they're on Larrakia land. I would love to get back to, to sharing culture in a way that is very accessible to everyone. Having a, a major, a very pivotal cultural centre where people could go to and learn and teach and, and reconnect, you know, and, and find information. That would be my key thing. That would be my number one. This program was produced by Gayer Osborne on behalf of City of Darwin in partnership with Larrakia Nation, the Alaska Native Heritage Centre and KNBA with co-production by John Sally and featuring Janine McLennan, Kay Villaflor, Aaron Leggett, Deborah Call, Adam Leggett, Patricia Kernel, David Kernel, Joe Raymond. City of Darwin acknowledges that this program was produced on Larrakia and Denina traditional lands.